Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey there. This is the Spoken Edition of Wired. The Wild Inner Workings of a Billion Dollar Hacking Group by Brian Barrett. The Fin7 hacking group has leached, by at least one estimate, well over a billion dollars from companies around the world. In the United States alone, Fin7 has stolen more than 15 million credit card numbers from over 3,600 business locations. On Wednesday, the Justice Department revealed that it had arrested three alleged members of the group and, even more important, detailed how it operates. The indictments allege that three Ukrainian nationals are members of Fin7, contributing to the group's years-long reign as one of the most sophisticated and aggressive financially motivated hacking organizations in the world. Each has been charged with 26 felony counts, ranging from conspiracy to wire fraud to computer hacking to identity theft. The three men allegedly had high-profile roles in Fin7, One was its systems administrator, and the other two were supervisors to groups of hackers. And although Fin7 has continued to operate since they entered custody, the arrests do mark law enforcement's first win against the shadowy cybercrime empire. This investigation continues. We are under no illusion that we've taken this group down altogether, but we have made a significant impact, said U.S. Attorney Annette Hayes at a press conference announcing the indictments. These hackers think they can hide behind keyboards in faraway places and that they can escape the long arm of United States law. I'm here to tell you, and I think this announcement makes clear, that they cannot do that. The DOJ's announcement, along with a new report by security firm FireEye, also gives unprecedented insight into how and at what level Fin7 operates. They've brought a lot of techniques that we usually see associated with a state-sponsored attacker into the financial attacker realm, says Barry Vengerick, a threat analyst at FireEye and co-author of the Fin7 report. They're applying a level of sophistication that we're not used to really seeing from financially motivated actors. Fish Fry On or around March 27th of last year, an employee at a Red Robin Gourmet Burgers and Brews received an email from ray.donovan84 at yahoo.com. The note complained about a recent experience. It urged the recipient to open the attachment for further details. They did. 
Within days, Fin7 had mapped Red Robin's internal network. Within a week, it had obtained a username and password for the restaurant's point-of-sale software management tool. And inside of two weeks, a Fin7 member allegedly uploaded a file containing hundreds of usernames and passwords for 798 Red Robin locations, along with network information, telephone communications, and locations of alarm panels within restaurants, according to the DOJ. The FIN7 indictment alleges nine other incidents in addition to Red Robin, and each follows roughly the same playbook. It starts with an email. It looks innocuous enough, a reservation inquiry sent to a hotel, say, or a catering company receiving an order. It doesn't necessarily even have an attachment, just another client or customer reaching out with a question or concern. Then, either in that first outreach or after a few emails back and forth, comes the request. Please see the attached Word doc or rich text file. It has all the pertinent information. And if you don't open it, or maybe before you even receive it, someone gives you a phone call as well, reminding you to. When targeting a hotel chain or restaurant chain, a conspirator would make a follow-up call falsely claiming that the details of a reservation request, catering order, or customer complaint could be found in the file attached to the previously delivered email, the indictment says. FireEye mentions one restaurant target who received, quote, a list of inspections and checks scheduled to take place on convincing FDA letterhead. An email to a hotel victim might claim to contain a picture of a bag someone left behind in a room. The approaches varied. And while don't open attachments from strangers is the first rule of not getting fished, Fin7 targeted organizations that need to do just that in the regular course of business. Hi, my name's James Anrill, and I want to make a takeout order for tomorrow for 11 a.m. The enclosed file contains the order and my personal info. Click on Edit at the top of the page and then double-click to unlock content, reads an example phishing email released by the DOJ. Each message was not only tailored to the specific business, it often was sent directly to the individual who would normally feel that kind of request. In at least one instance, FireEye says, Fin7 even filled out a retailer's web form to lodge a complaint. The victim made the first email contact. And when targets did click, as one might assume, they downloaded malware onto their machines. Specifically, Fin7 hit them with a tailored version of Carbonac, which first emerged several years ago in a spate of lucrative attacks on banks. According to the indictment, the hackers would ensnare the compromised machine in a botnet and through its command and control centers they would exfiltrate files, compromise other computers on the same network as the victim, and even capture screenshots and video of the workstation to steal credentials and other potentially valuable information. Most of all, Fin7 stole payment card data, often by compromising point-of-sale hardware at companies like Chipotle, Chili's, and Arby's. The group allegedly stole millions of payment card numbers and later offered them for sale on black market websites like Joker's Stash. If we're talking about scale, the number of affected victim organizations that we've worked with, then they're definitely the largest, Vengerich says. But even more impressive than the organization's breadth might be its sophistication. Next Level 
The most astonishing detail from Wednesday's indictment centers less around the outcomes of FinCEN's sustained hacking spree and more the lengths it went to to both achieve and conceal it. Fin7 used a front company, Combi Security, purportedly headquartered in Russia and Israel, to provide a guise of legitimacy and to recruit hackers to join the criminal enterprise, wrote the Justice Department in a press release. Ironically, the sham company's website listed multiple U.S. victims among its purported clients. That website has been listed as for sale since at least March, according to an archived version of the page. What's unclear is whether the computer programmers Combi Security recruited realized that their activities weren't on the level. Industry standard penetration testing, after all, looks a whole lot like hacking, just with a target company's blessing. They would be handling the initial compromise and different stages without maybe knowing the true purpose of their intrusions, says Nick Carr, senior manager at FireEye and co-author of the company's latest Fin7 report. The indictment also further outlines FIN7's structure and activities. Members would often communicate through a private HipChat server, it says, and numerous private HipChat rooms in which they would collaborate on malware and victim business intrusions as well as share stolen credit card data. They allegedly used another Atlassian program, Jira, for project management purposes, tracking details of the intrusion, maps of networks, and stolen data. While it's still not clear how many people comprise FIN7, the indictment claims dozens of members with diverse skill sets, its organizational prowess appears to match or exceed many companies, and its hacking skills are of a caliber usually reserved for nation-state groups. We were actively responding to intrusions in networks and investigating past activity and at the same time seeing them develop new behaviors, Carr says. To invent your own techniques, it's just sort of next level. Those techniques range from a new form of command line obfuscation to a novel method of persistent access. Most of all, FIN7 seems capable of switching up its methods on a daily basis and of rotating its targets at opportune times, shifting from banking to hotels to restaurants with ease. The DOJ indictment says the hackers recently targeted staffers at companies who handle Securities and Exchange Commission filings, an apparent bid to get an advanced look at market-moving intel. And FireEye says it's already seen the group apparently move its focus to financial institution customers in Europe and Central Asia. Or maybe they're splinter groups using similar techniques. Despite the new spotlight from the Justice Department, there's still only so much visibility. Three arrests won't stop an operation this sophisticated or wide-ranging. But the deepest look yet into the group's techniques might at least help future victims head off Fin7 before it strikes next. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.